This is the Activate Podcast with Pastor Christian Newsom. In this week's podcast... So what we're looking for with Jesus is peace in the midst of problems, not peace as the absence of problems. And that's why Isaiah 43 was so powerful. Welcome back to the Activate Podcast with Pastor Christian Newsom, a ministry of Journey Church International. My name is Brandon, and today Pastor Christian and I will be having a conversation about the first message of our Christmas series at JCI entitled The Prince, Finding Peace This Christmas. Pastor Christian, as we enter into the Christmas season, I'm always interested. What, what's your fondest Christmas memory and why? So I would say all of them. I, I love Christmas. Um, one of the things I probably love most about Christmas, I grew up in a family with two educators. So mom and dad were always home. It was just like two weeks of family vacation. So to me, Christmas was always about family being together and mom and dad not having to rush off. Mm. Yeah, this is my favorite time of year as well. So uh, let's jump into the message a little bit today. Um, why is it that the holiday season for many people often reveals a problem with peace in their lives? I think holiday seasons are seasons that people want to enjoy. And uh, boy, the I mean, the big brands do such a good job marketing, right? right? If you look in, at the TV, if you look at the newspapers, if you uh, watch the commercials or listen to the radio, it just seems like everyone uh, is in a spirit of peace and joy and hope. And most, and most people are not. And the reason for that is because most people's peace is based on their circumstance and not their savior. And that's what this whole first message was about. If circumstances determine your peace, you're not going to live at peace in a broken world full of broken people. You have to learn to trust the Savior, to trust Jesus alone, the Prince of Peace, for your peace. If you will do that, you can have peace under all circumstances. Most people struggle with peace because their circumstances dictate their emotions rather than their Savior. Well, in Sunday's message, you in, you, you outlined three specific peace problems. Those were lack of peace in the world, lack of peace in our families, lack of peace in our community. Uh, from your experience as a pastor, um, which of these three tend to cause the greatest amount of disruption in lives and why? So from my experience, lack of peace in families, which probably answers your last question. Why are people, why, why do we experience so little peace around the holidays? Because it's filled with family. Uh, you know, 365 days a year, we live in a world that's not filled with peace. I think we realize our communities have problems with peace. It, it doesn't always touch us. When it does, it's powerful. It makes us feel vulnerable. It's a little scary when there's a tragedy at the local high school, uh, when something goes wrong with one of our neighbors, when a, when a house burns down, when a tornado comes through. I mean, when communities establish kind of wide, when they have a widespread problem with peace, it impacts us. But for the average person, it's that family time or lack of family time or old family memories coming up uh, that give us so many problems, which is why next year at our church we'll be back in a series on the family. We're still trying to figure out whether we're trying to call it Family Stronger or Family Strong 2.0. Two years ago, we did a series on the family. It's still the most talked about thing at our church because the couples in our church, the families in our church want to have great families. Uh, whether it's the single adults who want to connect better to their uh, mom and dads, whether it's the single moms and dads who want to provide a healthy family in their context, whether it's a, a married couple with young kids or teenage kids, we have found... Uh, 
that people at our church want to have great families. And the Bible provides such a great roadmap for that. Uh, peace in your family really offsets a lot of trouble in the world and even trouble in your community. And a lot of people don't have peace in their family. So for me, my experience, I would say when you don't have peace at home, you don't have you don't have peace in your soul because so many people their peace is based again on their family and not on Jesus. And we even saw in this week's message, Mary and Joseph had a little uh, tension in their family until the Savior came along. You know what I found, Pastor Christian, is that so many people uh, live in an environment where there is no peace that it actually for so long it becomes normal, right? It just becomes their that's what life is. Well, what for the person listening today, what would be what would be some symptoms that lack of peace looks like? What what would be some symptoms that would indicate, yeah, they don't have a whole lot of peace? Well, I you know, I, I would say people who seem to just be at conflict with everyone or feel like everyone is at conflict with them. Uh people who just live in constant contentious relationships, people who cannot be content with what they have, people who live with a lot of worry, people who live with a lot of anxiety, people who miss a lot of today, worrying about every tomorrow. We talked about that weeks ago in in my post-sabbatical podcast, just people who are always on edge and can't be settled. I have actually learned that so few people have peace that when they experience it, they feel guilty. They They feel guilty for having peace, and they think they should be doing something that makes them nervous or tired or worried that peace, true peace, is such a foreign emotion that when people have it, they think, I should probably be doing something else because this this isn't right. When they experience what our memory verses for this series, Isaiah 26.3, when they experience perfect peace, um, it's so foreign, people don't know what or to do with it. Or they're waiting for something to happen. Sure. Oh, waiting for the other shoe to drop. Yeah, this this can't this, this cannot last. Yeah, is what people think. Well, Pastor Christian, you detailed three peace problems, but you showed us one solution or promise for all of these problems. It's Jesus. Uh, one of the strongest statements you made in your message was Jesus um, would bring peace through the addition of his presence, not the subtraction of our problems. I love that statement. Can you talk for a moment about the potential myth that may exist um, when when uh, that I will experience peace only when there's an absence to my problems? Like only when there's no war will experience peace, or if I don't have hunger, there there will be peace, or if I could just get my kids to bed to, <laughs> tonight on the right time, I will experience peace. Yeah, I I would say first, good luck with that. I mean, I I would pursue all those things. I mean, pray for a world without war. Pray for a life. And lives globally without hunger. Pray that people have clean water. Pray that the kids go to bed when you ask them and they stay healthy and they grow up to become great functioning members of society with great families. I mean, really, I mean, chase all those things. Those are all great things, but those things won't give you peace. I mean, nothing other than a relationship with Jesus can give you the true peace that you need. 2,000 years ago, it was Caesar Augustus. 2,000 years from now, it will be somebody else. The world will not be at peace as long as there are sinful men and women in the world. Even if there's only one, the world will not be at peace. We closed our message this week talking about Whoville uh, because we said, even if you lived in the perfect place, 
it would only take one to ruin it. Next year, our Christmas series in 2019 is called Whoville. We're going to transform our building to, to look like that village just down the mountain from the Grinch. It was the perfect place, except the Grinch showed up. And the reality is if we lived in a perfect world uh, and you put me in it, I would mess it up. If we lived in a perfect world and you put you in it, you would mess it up. If we lived in a perfect world and you put these podcast listeners in it, they would mess it up. As long as there are broken people in a broken world, you will not truly have peace outside of Jesus. So what we're looking for with Jesus is peace in the midst of problems, not peace as the absence of problems. And that's why Isaiah 43 was so powerful this week. Jesus didn't say, I'll be with you. So you'll never have to pass through the waters. He said, I'll be with you when you pass through the waters. Jesus said, I'll be with you. So he, he didn't say, I'll be with you. So you never have to go through the fire. He said, I'll be with you when you go through the fire. Jesus didn't say, I'll be with you. So you never have to cross a difficult boundary. He said, I'll be with you when you have to walk through the midst of the river. Jesus said, peace comes from presence not from the lack of problems. So what we're trying to do all month long at our church is figure out how to have the presence of the person of Jesus in our lives so that we can experience peace even when things around us are going wrong, and they always will. We can have a peace that passes all understanding, which means you can't understand it, you can't explain it, you don't expect it, but you have it. That's Jesus. That's the promise of Jesus. He was called a lot of things, but one of the things Isaiah prophesied about him is that he would be the prince of peace. And then when he showed up, what the angels told the shepherds is that peace on earth has come. That's a great transition to this question. Um, Pastor Christian, you outlined the problem. You provided the solution to the problem. And then you gave us a practical tool to begin to implement change and transformation in our lives. So you provided the Christmas 2018 peace plan. Can you uh, briefly walk the podcast listeners through this plan and how how you be how you will be implementing this in your life this season? I love Christmas stories. Uh, I love the movie A Christmas Story yes. or The Christmas Story. It's one of my favorite. I I love um the Griswolds and fan, you know and National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. I love Elf um, you know, I love the Grinch. Um, I love a Christmas carol. I mean, I, I love Christmas movies. I just, I love Christmas stories. Um, I, I love the, the great Christmas poem, The Night Before Christmas, when all through the house, not a creature was stirring, not even a mouse. Those are all incredible stories. But the greatest story at Christmas is the story of Jesus. And what we have asked people to do, we said, Hey, if you want to, if you want to experience peace, you have to experience Jesus. If you want to know Jesus, you have to read his story. So Luke was a great historian who never met Jesus, but he heard about Jesus. And he heard about Jesus during a time period where most of the people who personally knew Jesus were still alive. And Luke did what you and I would have done if we could. Luke said, well, I've heard about this guy. I've not met him. If these things are true, I've got to verify it. So he writes a book to a friend and says, I went to verify everything I'd heard because it just sounded too good to be true. And here is the story that I heard. And he tells us the story of Jesus. He starts with his cousin, John the Baptist, and there his mom and dad, Zechariah and Elizabeth. And then he introduces us to his mother, Mary, uh, and a visit by uh, the angel Gabriel to the mother, Mary. And then he walks us all the way through when Jesus, who came from heaven, goes back to heaven. 24 chapters that you can read in the 25 days of December, one chapter a day, would take less than five minutes a day 
to read the story of Jesus. If you want peace this Christmas, you have to have Jesus. If you want Jesus, you should read his story. So one of the things we challenged people to do was take five minutes a day and begin to read the story of Jesus. If you started on December 2, which is when I gave the original message for this series and just started with Luke chapter 1, you would read Luke chapter 24, the story of on the day we celebrate Jesus coming from heaven to earth, you would read about Jesus leaving earth to go back to heaven. Um, it, it just is a great kind of bookend to the month of December. We also told people if you if you want to have Jesus in your life, you have to talk to him. He's a great friend. He's a great listener. He's always willing to listen. So we told people, listen, if you're struggling with peace, tell Jesus. Learn to pray and tell Jesus. I ask people to talk to Jesus five out of the seven days of the week. One day, talk to him about the things in the world that bother you and take your peace from you. One day, talk to him about the things in your family that are bothering you and are stealing peace from you. One day, talk to him about the things in your community that are bothering you and taking your peace from you. One day, talk to him about the people in your life who are watching you and ask him to give you a peace that they will see and be able to follow. And then one of those days a week, come to church, worship him with our worship team, sit down and listen to the word of God being taught, learn how to talk to and communicate with Jesus. Um, and then I ask people to follow Jesus' example in baptism. Uh, you know, if you really want to walk, if you really want to experience the peace of Jesus, you have to be in relationship with Jesus. Jesus said to be in relationship with me, you have to receive me into your life, and then you have to be baptized. You have to stand before people and say, I'm with him. Um, it's a massive step for people in their spiritual relationship with Jesus to be able to walk with Jesus. So we asked people to walk with Jesus, and then we gave them one verse to meditate on or to memorize. Isaiah 26.3, remember that God will keep in perfect peace him whose mind is stayed on the Lord, is steadfast. He'll learn to trust him. So we want people to memorize Isaiah 26.3 and just kind of have that rolling around in their head. He'll keep in perfect mind and perfect peace those who trust in him because they're steadfast in their mind. Just roll that around over and over and over again. If you want peace, you have to have Jesus. And to have Jesus, you have to read his story. You have to know who he is. You have to learn how to communicate with him and talk to him. You should follow his example in baptism, which you can do this month, uh, and memorize on some scripture. Memorize on a piece of truth that tells you you can have perfect peace if your mind will be steadfast in Jesus because you can trust him. It's going to be a really powerful tool again for um, for all of us. So thank you for providing that. Um, we have baptisms here at JCI on December 16th, so if, if any of that interests you and maybe you're feeling um, challenged and encouraged to do that, we'd love to br- bring you, uh, make this available to you as a podcast listener. You can contact us at activate at takethejourney.cc, and we'll provide you more details. Pastor Grishin, thank you again for taking the time to do this, and we're looking forward to the series and the Christmas season, the season where we get to celebrate uh, the birth of Jesus. Thanks for listening today, and we look forward to catching you next time on the Activate Podcast, where we challenge you to build a faith that is active. Thank you for listening to Activate with Pastor Christian Newsom, a podcast of Journey Church International. If you are ever in the Kansas City area, we would love for you to join us for one of our Sunday worship experiences. You can find out more information about JCI on our website at takethejourney.cc. If you have enjoyed this podcast, Please show your support by subscribing, rating, and reviewing on iTunes or Google Play. We would love for you to help us get the word out about this resource. Don't forget to share this episode with all your friends on social media. Thanks again for listening, and we will catch you next time on the Activate Podcast.